Throughout history, free thinkers have outraged the religious with their wacky ideas about the virtues of free speech, reason, and of course, eating babies. Now, God is dying, and it's time to dispose of his remains. From the pits of hell, Satan sends two puppets of the imperialist West and the Zionist Jews against God, Islam, and tiny kittens to bring you their propaganda and conspire for a new world order. This is Secular Jihadists for a Muslim Enlightenment with Ali Rizwi and Armin Navabi. going to be talking about Iran's nuclear talks and how a lot of people are misrepresenting what's happening and I have this short video here just to make sure okay music guy is saying audio is good fantastic all right I'm going to share the, this video as well and let me know if this video also has audio active of the Mac right so this is a video I'm going to use as a way to show you how a lot of people are misrepresenting what's happening, okay? Okay, fantastic. All right, let's listen to this. And I'm going to show you, actually, let me make sure that this whole swirly thing doesn't happen by downloading the video. All right, good. All right, go away so I could play. The objective of the maximum pressure sanctions is to make ordinary people suffer, to make people so miserable that they'll rise up and destabilize the country so that the Americans and the Europeans can get their way. And it's not just Iran. They use the same means of warfare against Venezuelans, against Cubans, against Syrians, against Yemen, against Afghanistan. All right, so that's a claim, right? That's a claim that the, the idea of sanctions are so that the people suffer so much and that you're using the people as a weapon against the regime. Okay? Negotiations to revive the Iran nuclear deal are taking place in Vienna. All right, so the video is from Redfish. It's um, it's one of these, I think, commie channels. But I see this everywhere, right? But there's a whole bunch of claims here that I want to address. The talks are progressing, but very slow. The Europeans and the Americans are dragging their feet. They recently tried to... By the way, this guy, the fact that they're talking to this guy is amazing, right? Um, this guy, you know, Mohammed Marandi, he is basically one of the most effective mouthpieces of the Islamic Republic of Iran. Like he is, he's, he's very clever in, uh, when it comes to trying to make points for the Islamic Republic of Iran, like technically... Um, a lot of what he says <coughs> is true, but what he does is lie by omission, right? So he basically doesn't give you a full picture. He's very good at um, arguing and, you know, like one of the most powerful propaganda weapons that uh, Iran has is this guy, right? But 
he never he's never honest with you so i have to be very careful every time you see him anywhere you have to know that this is like um you can't trust what this man is saying reverse yeah music guy is saying <laughs> he's always on al jazeera <laughs> like he's like oh no not him <laughs> exactly hold on some of the progress the Europeans and the Americans are dragging their feet they recently tried to all right reverse some some of the progress that's that's absolutely bullshit okay it was there so after the elections in Iran of the new president Raisi uh, the new team the new negotiation team that Raisi sent to Vienna in to replace the previous president Rouhani's team to do the negotiation a huge issue was that Raisi's team and Raisi's administration is extremely against Rouhani's administration and everything they have done right so one thing they wanted to do and also also Raisi's team looks at negotiations done under Rouhani as being very giving too much not being tough enough right not holding their ground right and they also want the a lot of one main issue in the elections in Iran for presidency was how passive and how lame and weak and pathetic and open to negotiations Rouhani's uh, Rouhani's administration is and how we're going to be stronger and tougher and we're going to get what we deserve and we're not going to be bullied around like Rouhani's team like constantly signaling to the population that we're going to be like the tough guys right um and that was what you know a lot of hardliners a lot of the pro regime people wanted like ah oh, yeah like this is like Rouhani's team is like this bullshit like we we want a strong president not like Rouhani who's weak you know we want to stand you know somebody that takes a stand right so Raisi has to Raisi's team had to some signal that to the population that we are doing that so one thing that Raisi's team did is that they said that none of the negotiations that was done under Rouhani's team was acceptable right and so i think by that time they were on round i don't know remember like was it five or six or something right when the racy administration came and they brought their negotiating team to vienna and they were like this is not round six this is round one meaning what meaning that nothing that has been discussed so far by rohani by rohani's team is acceptable we have to start from scratch so they were they were the ones so he's saying like they want to reverse some of the progress it was racy's team negotiating negotiating team that wanted to reverse the progress and people were like running around like what do you mean like we are moved so like the vienna talks had moved forward so much they, they have gone through so much detail and so much talk has been made and they were like no we're gonna go from scratch so and the people were like all the negotiating other all the other members, uh, you know, Russia and, you know, everyone else, uh, France and UK and everyone else was like trying to be like, you don't know. Yeah. Like what? Like they were trying to convince the Iran's negotiation team to start the negotiations exactly where the Rouhani team left it off. So 
this is com a complete misrepresentation. They were not reversing some of the progress. It was Iran's team. It was the Iranian negotiation team that was reversing some of the progress. Let me know if that makes sense. That was made over the past few weeks. And the Iranians rejected that. And uh... also, I don't like it when he keeps saying the Iranians, right? Because he, he does that. Okay. He acts like there is a unanimous voice coming from Iran. Okay, so like I was saying, like I say that Rouhani's negotiation team, Raisi's negotiating team, this is what he does. He always says like the Iranians did this, the Iranians did that, okay? And then he does that on purpose, okay? Because he wants to make it seem like whatever uh, the position of Raisi's administration is, that's the position of Iranians. That is such bullshit. That is such bullshit. Like even within the administration, okay. So even with, within the two presidencies, there's like major conflict. But even within Raisi's administration, there's some conflict. Even within between the parliament in Iran and Raisi's administration, there's a lot of conflict. Even between the office of the supreme leader, you know, Khamenei and other organizations, there's a lot of conflict. And of course, of course, there's a huge conflict between the people and the and all of these different government institutions and organizations and all of that right there's fight between irgc and the presidency right there's fight there's even fight between irgc and the supreme leader leadership uh, office there's even fight among that there's even fight among the hardliners right such nonsense like the iranian people that said this wanted this bullshit bullshit iranian people you guys your your government is the is not representative of the Iranians, like Iranians wanted to like. Some of the progress that was made over the past few weeks. And the Iranians rejected that and uh, they pulled back. But that is a big question. Why is it that the side that is constantly speaking about... Like, like they always show these. They act like this is this represents the Iranian people, okay? This does not represent the Iranian people. Okay, most a lot of Iranians do not. They, they look at this and they cringe. They cringe when they see this. Deadlines is willing to attempt to reverse gains that have been made with such difficulty over a, a period of weeks. They basically want Iran to go back to the 2015 nuclear deal and abide by all of its obligations. But they don't want to do that. Wait, you can't go back to the two, like who who's they? Over a period of weeks, they basically. Who's the first day and who's the second day? They want Iran to go back to the 2015 nuclear deal and abide by all of its obligations, but they don't want to do that. Okay, so there's two days. We don't know which one is referring to what. Okay. But you can't go back to the 2015 nuclear deal because Iran has a lot more access to technology and a lot more experience on, you know, enriching uranium. Okay, so the situation is completely different. Then some things need to change. Some a lot of people, like a lot of idiots, like Kyle Kolinsky, are like, oh, why can't you just do like go back to the deal? Go back to the deal. Go back to the deal. You can't go back to the deal. <laughs> everything is completely everything is completely different. There's some things need to be changed. Okay, once Iran now has access, that has the technology and the know-how, 
right? And the knowledge on how to enrich uranium and has access to higher technology than as before, right? You can't take that away, okay? You can't take that away. So a lot of the things that applied in 2015 are not going to apply anymore. There's something new is needed. And by the way, this is all a mess that Trump made. Thank you very much, Trump. And abide by all of its obligations, but they don't want to do that. So it says in the in the 2015 deal, Iran would limit its nuclear program. The West would lift uh, lift sanctions. Okay. From the no, Qasim is here. Hi, Qasim. Music guy saying, do you think he's always that? He's always told what to say when he's interviewed on the media. No, he's he's good enough. He's clever enough on his own to be able to figure out. I think it might be the other way around. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. I think like they're listening to him. To see what to say because he's so good at making arguments, right? For them, I think he tells them what to say. <laughs> Very beginning, don't want to do that. From the very beginning, Obama never intended to implement the deal. On paper, he and his administration agreed to the deal for the JCPOA. But behind the scenes and behind closed doors, he was telling his treasury to threaten corporations not to work with Iran. And so All right, I didn't understand this, okay? What are you talking about? Behind the scenes, Obama, apparently this guy is saying that on paper, United States was supposed to... When the, when the JCPOA deal happened, um, on paper, Iran's hands were open to be able to, you know, now do trade and stuff. But Obama went behind, like illegally, apparently, went uh, behind the scenes and tried to gut corporations, tried to use the treasury to get corporations not to deal with Iran. Is that true? Hold he on. was telling his treasury to threaten corporations not to work with Iran. Okay, so because I was like, what is this? What? Because here's what actually happened, okay? So what actually happened, the Obama administration secretly sought to give Iran access to the U.S. financial system. Okay says, the Obama administration secretly sought to give access, uh, albeit briefly, to the U.S. financial system by, side by sidestepping sanctions kept in place after the 2015 nuclear deal. So even the sanctions that were kept still kept, Obama was trying to find a way for Iran to actually be able to get access to the U.S. financial system. So I don't know what this guy is talking about, right? An investigation by Senate Republicans released Wednesday sheds light on um, the delicate balance the Obama administration sought to strike after the deal as it worked to ensure, ensure Iran received its promised benefits without playing into the hands um, of the deal's opponents. Amid a tense political climate, Iran hawks in the U.S., Israel, and elsewhere argued that the United States was giving far too much to Tehran and that the uh, windfall would be used 
to fund extremism and other troubling Iranian activity. So it was exactly the opposite of what this guy is saying. Obama was trying to make sure that whatever the deal, like Iran was benefiting, like the deal, the JCPOA deal, deal that had happened, there was the financial benefits from that, the economic benefits from that. Iran was experiencing that. So that's nonsense. Okay, here's another one. So that was MSNBC. Like, I'm not like using Fox News or anything. Okay, so this is like here. This is CNN. Let me get it now. I have a GOP report. Obama admin worked to allow Iran to exchange billions to bypass sanctions. Okay. Some bullshit. Another bullshit from this guy. And also, okay, actually, now that he mentions the central bank in Iran as well, let's look at that as well. So until he agreed to the deal with the JCPOA, but behind the scenes and behind closed doors, he was telling his treasury to threaten corporations not to work with Iran. And so where is this getting like he just makes stuff up? Okay, now, okay, never mind. He, he also lies not just by omission, he's actually just saying straight up lies as well. Yeah, Dali, thank you so much. Guys, like the, like and share this video so our channel grows a little bit. So please make sure you like the video. Thank you so much, Dali. Until the very end of his presidency, the Iranian Central Bank could not cooperate with international financial institutions. And this was a huge violation of the nuclear deal. The That's another bullshit. He's like, the Central Bank in Iran could not deal with other financial institutions. And this was a huge violation of the sanctions this was this has nothing to do with the sanction this has nothing to do with the sanction this is because of FATF this is separate from the sanctions okay hold on let me show you So this is the FATF blacklist. This is separate from the sanctions. This is independent from whatever Obama did. The FATF blacklist was the common shorthand. Okay, so shorthand description for the Financial Action Task Force or FATS list of non-cooperative countries or, or territories. The FATF blacklist has been issued by the FATF since 2000 and lists countries which FATF judges to, to be non-cooperative, like blah, 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 okay. But where is that? Here. Okay, there we go. As of, 20, uh, as of February 21st, 2020, only two countries were on the FATF blacklist. North Korea and Iran. Okay? This is what makes it financial institutions in Iran makes it difficult for them to have a trade with anybody or have any financial relationships with anybody. Okay? And this is... So what is the FATF? Um... Yeah. Um, it's basically an organization that is a, its goal is to uh, combat money laundering and basically 
fight terrorist financing as well. This is, yeah. Yeah, this is completely separate and completely out of the hands of Obama, Trump, or Biden, okay? I mean, the fact that you are the only country other than North Korea on this on the FATF's blacklist shows that you know, like it's not as shows that it's your activities, you know, it's your terrorist activities that makes you, that makes you be put on this list. Again, this is beyond this is like an this is a completely independent, right? Organization separate from what Obama, Trump, and Biden wants, right? They do not make decisions based on politics. I mean, not like US politics, right? And also, the central bank in Iran has been used in direct financing of terrorist activity. So it, it makes complete sense for them to be on this blacklist, right? So they they deserve the blame. It's it's the Islamic Republic of Iran's activities that makes them that makes it so that they are put on a list like this. Like, how bad do you have to be that you and only other one country are on the blacklist? of FATF. How bad do you have to be? Right? And who's responsible for this? Who's responsible for Iran being on this list? It's the Islamic Republic of Iran. This has nothing to do with Obama. Okay, so don't, like, who, when he says, like, this is a violation of the uh, of the JCPOA, what are you talking about? There was nothing in the GCPOA that promised you that you're going to be removed from the FATF. In fact, any any push from Iran, within Iran for them to be removed from this blacklist was met with attacks <coughs> from the hardliners. They don't want this. Do you know what is required? Like Iran, there's a lot of things that Iran can do easily to be removed from the FATF. One of them is like to add, to add transparency to the financial system, right? Like, it's not something that, this is not something that is imposed on them, right? Like in Iran, they know what they have to do to be removed from the blacklist. They want them to remove the, be removed from the blacklist, right? But just like every other normal country, they just need to be able to be transparent about their financials. Every other country that is not on that list has has made that available but every time iran tries to like so some members of parliament in iran try to push forward with making that possible so that they are removed from this blacklist they meet with hostility by hardliners because they don't want that transparency because they know that they're funding terrorist activity and they also know that a lot of irgc activities is, is like will now become transparent and they don't want that, right? They want to be able to fatten their pockets with like oil money without anybody being able to see or criticize them for it. And they basically, the Iranian people be damned. The Iranian be like, they, they, you know, they think like, 
and the, the excuse is like, oh no, if like what the transparency that's gonna make us weak. If they, if our enemy gets to see our like what we're doing with our money, like every like basically the standards that ha- every other country has abided by, they're acting like they're being tough and uh, resilient, and you know, and st- you know, sticking it up to the to the man, like you know, fighting superpowers by just like not being transparent, right? Well, I mean, well that's what make, keeps makes it so that you stay in the blacklist and that's what makes it so that your financial institutions do do not have access to the international financial you know other international financial financial institutions and that's why Iranian people suffer so this is these are specifically the decisions made by the government in Iran that made it so that the Iranian people suffer do not let them blame Biden for this or Obama for this Yeah, secular race is saying, how do you know that the international policies are probably good and working? The hardliners in Iran are definitely against the policy. Yeah, like Egypt is not, of course Egypt is not, there's only two countries that are on the blacklist. Okay, random Buddhist guy, you're not paying attention. Saying it's inhuman to sanction Iran. It's, it hurts 85 million innocent Iranian people. You're, you have no idea what you're talking about, okay? What, what else could, could you do? There's only three options, okay? There's, other, like, there's, o- there's only war, doing nothing, and sanctions. Do you, does anybody have an alternative? There's no other alternative. Doing nothing is unjustifiable what do you want to do do you want to like what what you know people keep saying like never forget never forget and when you don't do anything and like like authoritarian regimes brutalize their own people and many other people they're like where where was the world where was the where was the international or all these international organizations and this so-called civil is world they just stood by and did nothing right you want them to do something what do you want them to do? What are the options? War or sanctions? So one thing with sanctions that is happening that is becoming better and better is that they're trying to come up with very clever ways to make the sanctions more targeted, right? And that is a good, the, you know, so the sanctions itself is like, they could be like, bad or good but it's difficult to make the sanctions targeted towards the people that are causing the harm right it's very difficult but they're coming up with new financial tools to make that happen but in the meantime sanctions is the only way out to be able to you know if you want to create and also like you you have to understand if a country is misbehaving if a country's government is misbehaving and causing like funding terrorism um, and being hostile, creating instability um, in a region, right? People act like the sanctions are like taking away something from them, but it's basically not giving them something that is yours, right? When you don't trade with a country, 
people are like, oh, you have no right to do that. As if every country is entitled to your to to your trade. Like if the world, if the civilized world, if like if the countries decide that you don't deserve to be trading with us because this is how you're behaving. Nobody is like infringing upon your rights, right? It's their trade. It's their economy. If they don't want to trade with you, that's their right to do so. They can open their markets to you once you're, you're behaving like a normal country. Yeah, Rasim is saying there's a third option, cooperation with Islamic Republic and ignoring human rights violations. Well, that was the third. No, that's the third. Yeah, I said like doing nothing, doing nothing, sanctions or war. What else? What are, op what are options? You want to do nothing in the face of like funding of terrorism and human rights violations? Like random Buddhist guy saying, unfortunately, yes. But to put pressure on the regime, how? It's like figuring out a way to come up with a sanction that only targets the regime and has no effect on the people. That has something that has been that is a subject of huge discussions on how to go about doing that. It's not that easy. With international financial institutions, and this was a huge violation of the nuclear deal. The Iranian actions in accordance with the deal are verified. The International Atomic Energy Agency verifies Iran's actions. But until... They keep saying that. They keep saying that... Um, huge violation yeah. of Look the nuclear this. deal. The Iranian actions in accordance with the deal are verified. They no, they're not. Okay? I have to keep showing this. Yes, so according to the IAEA, that's true. If you go to those sites... And look at what there was Iran's government was supposed to do. They were doing the things that they were supposed to do. But what he doesn't tell you is all the things that they were doing away from the sites, right? But the places where the IEA, the, um, the International Atomic Energy Agency, uh, was not supposed to monitor or investigate, right? Because if you, if you expand <laughs> right, the circle, um, you get stuff like this, right? This is what I showed you last time. Iran, Iran's nuclear chief confirms weapons cover-up. Okay, so this is like goes against everything we've been told. Everything that we were told that like, oh, the nuclear, the nuclear, Iran's nuclear energy specifically, specifically for um, peaceful reasons. So yeah, this guy, Dawani, a former head of Iran's Atomic Energy Agency, confirmed that Fakhri Zadeh was active in a program to build nuclear weapons. This is the first such admission from a government official in the history of the Islamic Republic of Iran. Okay, this happened in November 2021. Okay, even though I, we've been telling you that guys that audio recordings from Fakhri Zadeh had confirmed that all this time. They were actively trying to get nuclear weapons, not nuclear energy, but nuclear weapons. Okay. And now they're openly admitting it. Right. So if you. Ex atomic energy chief, this Davoni guy has become the latest Iranian official to evidence why such a deficit exists. Okay. This guy, Davoni, gave an interview 
uh, with state newspaper Iran, in which he openly stated that not only had Mohsen Fakhrizadeh spearheaded effort to build a nuclear weapon, but others with the same mindset and worldview as he were involved in Iran's nuclear program today. Okay. Yeah, so that's that has been confirmed. And I don't know why mo more people don't know about this, okay? We have confirmation that all this time, the Islamic Republic of Iran was trying to get a nuclear weapon. This is what basically the, you know, Mossad was also trying to show the United States government from the beginning. And the United States government knew this from the beginning, okay? They had access to this information and they knew, they knew that Iran was lying about their goals when it comes to, that's why the sanctions were needed. Right, this is why the sanctions were needed. We're, we're talking about an authoritarian theocracy getting access, actively trying to get nuclear weapons. Right? I mean, I'm surprised some of you like are not wondering, like, okay, holy crap, then why didn't we just go to direct war? Like, if you if you take that into account, the sanctions, like do you understand if the Islamic Republic of Iran having nuclear weapons, what does that mean for the world? Like you would think, like if you if you understood that, you would think like, why are the world powers not doing more? You you wouldn't be like, oh, the sanctions are too tough; they shouldn't be sanctions. You would be like, oh, nothing is more important than stopping this. And what you know? And how do you think they can stop it? How do you think they can stop it? If not, I mean, if you don't want sanctions, what do you want? You want war? And if you don't want war, then why are you saying like, oh, they should stop the sanctions? And do what? Do nothing? As the Islamic Republic of Iran just builds a nuclear weapon? International Atomic Energy Agency verifies Iran's actions. But until now, there was no verification mechanism for the Western side. This time around, there has to be a verification mechanism because we learned from Obama's deceit. With regards to assurance... There was no deceit. He was actually doing more than the JCPOA promised. Okay? He gave you the JCPOA. You knew when you signed that deal that that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to... that. It, you know, do everything because of being on the FATF uh, blacklist, right? So, and you knew that it's not like in Iran where corporations can just like take orders from their government. It's not like in the Islamic Republic of Iran, okay? So if they just be like, okay, there's no sanctions, if the corporations worldwide still think like you're risky and you're a country that is supporting terrorism and they don't want to have to deal with that, so if that's still happening, then that's who's like, what is Obama supposed to do? They can't force corporations to work with you. In fact, unlike what you said, he was doing more than what the JCPOA promised. And he wanted to actually give you access to the United States financial system just so that you get rewarded and stay in the goddamn deal. And by the way, after everything Obama was trying to do, so that you get like, okay, thank you. Instead of saying thank you very much, Obama, okay? You increased, you increased your terrorist activities. So the Obama, when he signed the JCPOA, he was like hoping to show to the, you know, to be able to show to Congress, right? To be like, look, the JCPOA has 
not only is going to stop Iran from like getting a nuclear weapon, but look, now they're also behaving better because they're now, because if we keep dealing with them and if we like um, open their hands to the world market, it will incentivize them to stop causing instability around the Middle East, right? To behave like a normal country, right? Stop funding terrorist activities around, you know, with, and stop using their proxies to attack all our interests, right? So that was the hope. But not only did that not happen, Iran was like increased, increased, it stepped up this activity and it had more terrorist activities. It uses proxies more to cause instability in the region. And guess what? They used some of the money. Some of the money that was funded for that activity was because of the JCPOA. So Obama was like, God damn it, man. I'm trying to show that, like, what are you doing? We want to make, we want to like give you more access to the, to the world market. We want to open your hands even more after GCPOA. We want to show like it worked, but you're trying to signal to the Congress that it didn't work. It backfired. It didn't change your behavior. So what did you think is going to happen? And people are like, oh, how brutal the sanctions. Yes, the sanctions are brutal, but who's responsible? How is a president is now going to go to Congress and make a point that the JCPOA is good for us because it will put make Iran behave like a normal country when the first time it didn't. Like, give them something to work with. In secular rarity, is saying, "Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised with he that he is upset with." Um, that he's upset with Obama not being able to get companies to work with Iran and not Trump just totally walking away from the JCPOA. Well, I mean, I think like they don't want to attack Trump too much because I I think they want to make sure that they think like attacking Trump makes it seem like Trump is the bad guy and Obama and Biden are the good guys. But their their whole narrative is that it's not Trump bad Obama and Biden good. It's that they're all the same. That's their that's their narrative. This is this time around the Iranians are saying we need assurances because we learned this from Trump. Trump comes to power, just tears up an agreement that was negotiated over years. So this time around the Iranians are saying we need okay. assurances. So that So like this is okay. So this is the they're saying like Obama didn't give us assurances so Trump got it away got rid of the deal. So now Biden has to give us assurances. Okay. And this is right now what the, the main reason that the deals are not going to, um, I mean, the delay be, between behind the deals in Vienna is because of this. Okay. And, you know, people like Kyle and others are like, oh, they, yes, they, uh, of course they need guarantees, right? Look at what Trump did. So it's, it makes complete it makes complete sense for them to be asking for guarantees given that last time Trump just got rid of the deal. It doesn't make sense at all. How, what, how could you, they're asking for something that they know Biden cannot give. They're asking specifically for something like they're, they, they know, they know Biden cannot give that. How could they, how could Biden give that guarantee? The only thing Biden can do is like something through 
executive order or something like which is like not going to be it's not going to be a law right because you don't have congress backing for this right how could a president guarantee how could a u.s president right now guarantee what the next president would do like this is not how united states politics works what do you want him to do do you want biden to go change the constitution the whims of western leaders don't change the future direction of the nuclear deal so they want biden to not only sign go back to the jcpoa or something like it but also to guarantee that the next president is not going to undo it how is he going to do that how can he do that he can't he's not able to do that if he wants to do if you want him to do anything beyond an executive order he's going to need the Congress and the Congress Congress is not going to back him up for this. Right. We have this thing. Look at this. We have this Iran nuclear um, agreement review act. The Iran nuclear agreement review act of 2015 or in Inara, Inara, is a bill that was passed by the U.S. Congress in May 2015, giving Congress the right to review any agreement reached by the P5 plus one talks with Iran, aiming to prevent Iran from obtaining nuclear weapons. The bill passed. The bill passed in the Senate by 98 to one vote, and then passed in the House by 400 to 25. President Barack Obama threatened to vote the bill, but eventually a version arrived that had enough support to override any veto in a veto, and Obama did not try vetoing it. And basically, it was too popular for Obama to veto it. That means that the Congress is completely involved um, in any in any deal, right? And they have to review it. So like they're acting like Biden could do like and and we're talking about Congress. Congress is like pretty, like not only there's a lot of Republicans right now, like I don't know how the, but the, there's also a lot of Democrats that are not. I mean I know there's like slightly more Democrats, but even the Democrats are not all um, tr trusting this deal as much as Biden wants to push for it. So what is Biden supposed to do, right? So you're asking something from him that he's not able to do. don't change the future direction of the nuclear deal. No, I, by the way, guys, they completely, they're not idiots, okay? They completely know, they completely know that this is something that they cannot, that Biden cannot give. But they're asking for it anyways, right? You have to understand there's a lot of powers in Iran that want the sanctions. They're in favor of the sanctions, okay? And right now, the negotiation team in Vienna, they're being influenced by <coughs> by a lot of powers from back from Tehran. And they're being pulled from to all sorts of directions, right? A lot of the, a lot of the people from Tehran who are pressuring the races negotiating team they want the sanctions to be gone, but there's also a lot of people from Tehran 
that are pulling some levers from behind the scene and are trying to pressure Raisi and also the negotiation team to demand things, specifically knowing that these are things that the United States cannot give because they want the sanctions to remain. Okay. There's a lot of in, in there's a lot of economic benefit for some powers in Iran if Iran is remains isolated. Oh, so so there's a name for this apparently in Iran. They call it Tahrim Khar, which means like they, they feed they feed on sanctions. Right? So they feed on the sanctions. That's interesting. I didn't know. Tahrim Khar. Okay. And secular writers saying, I agree, Armin. There is no way that the Iranian government doesn't have a basic understanding of how the US government works. This is a tactic to waste time. Exactly. Perfectly said, secular writers. There's been no difference between Biden and Trump. They're one and the same. See, this is exactly what I told you, okay? They want to make sure, <clears throat> like, there's no good guy, bad guy. They're all exactly the same. That's what they want to say. There's been right? no difference between Biden and Trump. They're one and the same. Trump imposed maximum sanctions to brutalize the Iranian population, to destroy the fabric of Iranian society, to make people suffer as much as possible, to kill people to kill patients in hospitals, to destroy lives and jobs and families. That was the objective, to bring the right. That was the objective by the Supreme Leader Khamenei, apparently, okay? So, hold on, let me... ...lives and to kill patients in hospitals. To kill patients in hospitals, okay? Your Supreme Leader specifically has asked for banning vaccines, okay? You know how many Iranians died because of that? Do you know how much medicine in Iran is not getting to Iran because of the, the Islamic Republic of Iran banning medicine because they're being for their because they are protectionists and they want to increase internal productions and they make medicine with much less quality, even though the sanctions. The sanctions have no, there is no sanctions on the, on food and medicine, okay? Not by, but there's a ban on it. There's a ban on medicine. There's a ban on medicine by the Islamic Republic, not by, not by United States. Children are dying in Iran in the most excruciating way slow way possible I, did, I made a video on this okay specifically because they're banning medicine because for for economic reasons because they want to say they say like oh this is going to boost our economy they're protectionists guys Khamenei specifically said that they're not going to import the vaccine from United States for, for for the disease that we're not supposed to say on YouTube, okay? Because apparently the vaccines, okay, I'm not going to say why, because YouTube might think I'm saying it. I'm not saying it, okay? Because I'm some bullshit conspiracy theory. You know how many hundreds of thousands of people suffered from that? Right? 
also the every expert economic experts i have listened to every single one of them tell you that the amount of waste the amount of suffering that has that the mismanagement and lack of under, lack of understanding of basic economics or just because they're trying to fill their pockets like guys like just recently in iran's parliament the a bill but the budget was passed okay and the budget was passed removing subsidies from everything that makes iranian the poorest iranians lives uh, better removing subsidies from iranian people okay and adding to the budget of religious organizations right increasing the budget of religious organizations okay including the people that go around the street and like tell you that oh like you you're you have improper hijab and stuff like that okay and religious institutions and teaching organizations and the mullahs their budget all of that was increasing among among all this economic hardship they were increasing taxes on the poorest people and in, um, and also increasing the budget of religious institutions okay and they can't, they 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 keep having promoting this brand of command economy from top, top to down trying to like Khamenei just recently also came out and said like they wanted to ban luxury goods right they want to ban you know they 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 ban imports of cars medicine appliances and we know that this is the worst way of running a country's economy the amount of suffering in iran because of bad economic policies by the by the islamic republic is is something you know is far exceeds what any what anything these people are pointing out and also these sanctions are also responsible and also they're they're proud of these sanctions right the iranian officials are responsible for these sanctions on their people and they're also proud of it they brag about it they're like this is good for us because it makes us self-reliant so they say that for their internal consumption they're like yes we want the sanctions give us more sanctions they were they brag about give us more sanctions keep giving us sanctions they brag about that they act tough to an internal audience and then yet to an international audience they go and they're like oh we're being brutalized we're being brutalized you're brutalizing your own people Yeah, Ghazim is saying medications and food were never subject to sanctions. And D is saying name an enemy and blame everything on them. It works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also music guy. Hospitals to destroy lives and jobs and families. That was the objective to bring the Iranian people to their knees. Bullshit! Bullshit! The Obama administration was desperately trying to find a way for the markets to be opened to the Iranian economy. They were going out of their way. Obama was like almost, you know, sidestepping everybody else, going behind the sanctions, even going behind the sanctions that were not not even removed from the JCPOA just to figure out a way to encourage corporations to do business with Iran.
you bullshit. So that the Americans can get their way. Bullshit. Biden, he is continuing with the Trumpian sanctions. The maximum pressure campaign continues under Biden. None of the sanctions have been removed. The maximum pressure campaign is fully intact. Yeah. So none of the sanctions have been removed. Yeah. Well, because the deal is not there. What do you mean the sanctions have been removed? They're trying to get you to go back to the deal so that they could remove the sanctions. That's what Biden is trying to do. You are the one who is like asking Biden to do something that he cannot do. Like not like none of the sanctions have been removed. Well, he's trying. You're not letting him. He's telling. He's like he wants the sanctions to be removed. You're asking for guarantees that his hands are tied and he cannot give. God. The Iranians want to have a solution. quick as possible, obviously, because it's ordinary Iranians that are suffering a solution as quick as possible, obviously, because it's ordinary Iranians that are suffering as a result of these brutal and barbaric Western sanctions. Western countries know that. They target ordinary people. The objective of the maximum pressure sanctions is to make ordinary people suffer. That is the objective. The objective is to bring people to their knees break society so imagine being such you you represent you represent an an a government that literally shoots directly at its people when they when they want to get their voices heard right and you dare say talk like this like break the people you literally like oh look at the objective is to bring people to their knees your government literally breaks people's knees. To bring people to their knees, to break society, to make people so... Nothing has broken Iranian society more than the Islamic Republic of Iran. Miserable that they'll rise up and disable... Yeah, like, oh, they're trying... They're, oh, it's, the, it's the United States that has made Iranian people... Uh, miserable enough for them to want to rise up. Not not the Islamic Republic of Iran's actions. They have nothing to do with it, apparently. Look at they they're looking. What is this? Is this the is this the stock stock exchange? Because if it is, you're being very hypocritical. Make people so miserable that they'll rise up and destabilize the country. So that the Americans and the Europeans can get their way. That is actually this is also another thing. The Americans and the Europeans don't want to destabilize Iran. Okay, they don't want that. Okay, they are, a lot of Iranian people who want to topple the government have realized that the American, the American government and the Europeans are actually not going to support them because they don't want that much chaos in the Middle East. So this is completely a misrepresentation as well. They want to put enough sanctions on Iran for it to stop behaving the way it is, but they don't want the government to topple. So this level of chaos that he's he's suggesting is not something that is in their plan because they don't know what's going to happen if they they think like if the Islamic Republic's government falls, um, 
it could start it's like civil war and it could be like all the borders in that region is now going to be destabilized and it's going to be such a mess that it's going to drag them into that region again and this is exactly what they're trying to avoid the most they want it like not have to be dragged back in that region again and also europe will be terrified okay europe is going to be like european countries will be like okay that's going to start another migration crisis right at our borders this is like this would be unimaginable for them like they would they're they would do anything to make sure that that something like that doesn't happen right so this is again another misrepresentation like oh they want this like they want to create chaos in this region they no they don't <laughs> what would they, they they hate that that's how ugly and brutal and in Yeah, like secularizing weird. Was it the USA's fault that less than half of the country came out to vote in the most recent Iranian elections? Oh, then I don't understand what your question is trying to say. Maybe I'll address it after. Humane they are, and that is the objective behind this medieval behavior. And Medi it's not. Oh my God, so rich. A theocracy. A theocracy is causing the United States medieval. Okay, like, <laughs> like trust me. When I think when I think medieval, I think more. I think theocracy is like the Islamic Republic of Iran are closer to that description. Just Iran, they use the same means of warfare against Venezuelans, against Cubans, against Syrians, against Yemen, against Afghanistan. And um, increasingly, the United States and the Europeans are recognizing that these inhumane tools are not achieving the desired results. Anyways, um, ego FTCP saying love the secular justice channel. Oh, thank you guys. Make sure you like this video and also share it so that maybe our channel grows a little bit. Okay, so please do that. Um, Odin is saying, Wait, what is this? I gotta understand this question. If uh, oh no, that was another question. A serious thread, or if you are starving, only quick. Okay, so you're referring to what I said, like er, later, earlier I said that because a lot of people say like, how could Iran go for a nuclear weapon when Khamenei had a fatwa um, that we, that Iran shouldn't have nuclear weapons, right? And I've said there's a loophole around that because even the highest religious orders that might, are even directly written in the Quran, eh, you could go against it if, if it's a life and death situation, right? So for example, um, eating pigs are haram in Islam, right? But if you're if you're like, if you're, if you're about to die from hunger, then you're, you're allowed to eat pigs, right? Or like, if you're dying from thirst, like you don't see like, oh, it's Ramadan and I should be fasting. And, but if you're dying from thirst, you're allowed to drink water, right? So that that's the way you could get around the fatwa like uh, you know Khamenei's fatwa is way below like um like any anything that is haram according to the quran or hadith directly itself right so if you could violate those rules you obviously are allowed to violate the fatwa if you could say that it's a it's, it's a crisis it's an existential crisis it's a life and it's supposed to preserve life right so that's the loophole Right, um, but I don't understand what your question is. Yeah, 
Let me read this one. It was more of a joke than anything, Armin. Just basically saying Iranian government is clearly responsible for their uh, people not liking the government. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Well, they're saying it's the United States, not the Iranian government. Yeah. I think that's what you meant. Uh, <laughs> what a load of touch. That's Those are the main narratives. I just wanted you guys to be aware of the main narratives that comes in defense of the Islamic Republic of Iran and just know how to respond to it if you ever hear anybody say anything, okay? They're saying, well, the USA has much to answer for. It is the world's, uh, it is the world's boogeyman. Easy to slip your own faults into US influence. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. United States is is the world's superpower. So, of course, and they have done, they have made many, many mistakes, including Trump's um, withdrawal from the deal. But because of because how much effect they have around the world, it's easy to blame everything on them and take no responsibility. Wow, thank you so much, Ego FTCP. Thank you so much. That's very sweet. We got a $10 super match saying, been missing super chats on the other channel. Hope you guys can stream donations set up again soon. Yes, okay. Streamlabs, uh, stream elements could be good. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to connect Streamlabs to StreamYard. Because we use StreamYard, and I don't know how to integrate that. I don't know if it's possible. Um, but thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate that. Oh, that's very sweet. And thank you. Um, all right. <laughs> Music guy saying that professor guy always pisses me off. <laughs> I avoid I avoid uh, his Al Jazeera's interviews. No, you should watch them because that's how you know. That's the best representation of. Is the strongest representation of arguments for in favor of the Islamic Republic. Okay, so the, the, you have to consume his, con his content to be able to respond back. Um, what is it? I don't understand this question. Fat was mean to be against the, meant to be against death or war. Not necessarily, they could be for it, but if they use. No, fatwas could be completely in favor of death or war. I don't know what you're saying. But if they use taqiyya in order to buy some time, it is pretty blasphemy against the definition of taqiyya. I don't know what you're saying. Sorry if I, I don't understand. Okay. All right. Sorry that I didn't understand the last question. Oh, yeah. Somebody's saying, why don't you believe in order? I just don't understand what he's saying. All right, guys. <laughs> I know what you mean. Anyway, guys, um, make sure you like the video. Don't leave without liking. Please share the video and also leave a comment after the live stream is over. Um, let me know what you think. Okay. Uh, Security is saying great stream. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. The secular jihadists have been made possible thanks to the Illuminati and the covert support of Israel and the CIA. That's what we have been told, but we haven't received our checks yet. If you like what we do, please support us. Share the podcast with your friends, write and tweet us with topic and guest suggestions, or head over to secularjihadists.com and give a dollar or more for exclusive access to live video. Have your questions read and answered on the air and more. Till next time, may the flying spaghetti monster be with you.